On today's episode of Off the Cuff, we chat with best-selling author Jameis One of One, sports recap from the weekend, wacky Wednesday news, and Alex Trebek tribute. We have a Jeopardy segment, and you have some answers. I have the questions. How's that working? Yeah, that, that is that is right. It is a segment that I set up, and we are going to quiz Richie to see how much he knows. Let's go. This is Off the Cuff, presented by Shoot Your Shot Sports. Welcome to Off the Cuff, presented by Anchor.fm. Today is Wednesday, home day, November 11th, and Jimbo, I don't think the Bears heard me last week, but they need serious help. Ring the alarm. Yeah. yeah I don't think we have well, alarm, but we got yeah, ring the alarm. alarm. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Seriously, Matt Nagy, what's going on? What's going on? I've been seeing a lot of memes. Fire Nagy. Crazy. Yeah. So here are my two cents about this. So got this stat. At halftime, the leading rusher was a linebacker who got it off a fake, fake punt. Not even an offensive lineman, a linebacker. And his name is Bar- Barkovis Mingo. Great name, by the way. But, geez, a leading rush, the leading rush was a linebacker. The Bears have the worst offense in the league, even worse than the Jets. The Jets even scored more points. But, 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 we scored more points than the Bucs, which is great. But we still suck, though. We were fucking yeah. horrible. And in my opinion, and I think I was listening to ESPN, too, around, like, on Monday, too, but – it starts from the top. So Ryan Pace didn't do a good job at all when he passed on a couple of good QBs and all that. So there's a bunch of mistakes coming up from the top. It goes all the way straight to the bottom. It's just not a good look for the Bears at all. Yeah, I agree. I I really think they might have went to, to Nick Foles, big, Nick, big Dick Nick, a little too early. I know I, I said it originally, yeah, you know, week two, they should – maybe week three, and that's what they did. Maybe they should have kept Trubisky in because he was actually performing. Yes, he was a fourth-quarter performer, but we were getting results in the beginning of the season. Yeah, That's my thought. So my other two cents of this was when we got rid of Mitch, he was a 3-0 and starter. So we got rid of Mitch when he was 3-0. and And now Foles is what, like two and like, Seven, I don't know, whatever the, the not that good, not three and oh, so be like two and five or two and four, two and six or something, or something. Like yeah, yeah, not good, not good, but yeah, I mean, what can you do? Same old bears, same old bears. So let's yeah. recap the Sunday slate. Um, number one, no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills because the Bills beat the Seahawks and the Seahawks. Look in trouble because the defense sucks, sucks, sucks. <laughs> um, the Chiefs, they squeak by with an ugly win. This, they're 8-1, not bad. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, oof, they're doing really well. They're 8-0 and this season. But breaking news, um, Ben Roethlisberger, their quarterback, has COVID. So... 
Oh, really? I was just hanging out with him yesterday. Oh, crap. Better get tested. <laughs> you hang out Big Ben? Yep. Big Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> my buddy. My homie. It's actually kind of like, not ironic, but so during the gameplay, I think he forgot which, like, which knee got injured because he got hit in his right knee or whatever. But then he went to leave to go to the locker room holding his left knee. He was like, wait, he got really confused. He must have got hit really hard. So it was kind of funny, like how, like, and then he went back out again to play again. It was just really weird. He had foggy brain probably, but I don't know. It you know when you uh, park in a handicapped spot and you get off and you limp? He, like, yeah. switched the, he switched the limp to the other leg. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> it was interesting. But another fun fact about Big Ben, before the se- season, he actually had a YouTube series, Bigger Than Ben, it was about his like life, like. Oh really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. It's it's kind of like, comical. We should watch it and review it maybe sometime. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Send me the link. Got it. YouTube. All right, and let's end this part with Monday Night Football. The Pats squeak by. The Jets keep just finding more ways to lose the games, but they were actually really close. The score thirty to twenty-seven. So, I don't know. I, I mean, it looks like the Jets have turned the corner a little bit. Joe Flacco was pretty damn good. Um, and I, Bill I can't tell you, I, I didn't even watch a game, so I can't give you any thoughts <laughs> about this game. I watch a lot of football. I'm a football guy. Through and I, was through. At the bar, I was at the bar last night, and I was enjoying the nice 70-degree weather. I wasn't watching football. I was outside. Nice. It was beautiful last night. Yeah. Well, it's been beautiful for the past, like, seven days. It's been, like, like 50 or 60, right, that, in Chicago? Yeah. It was, it, no, it's been 70s. 70, you yeah. haven't left your house, I guess. Cause I'm dying. It's still hot. In my, I, I, yeah. It's really hot. Well, right now uh, it is 60. Right now we're recording this at 10 o'clock at night, and my phone says it is 46. Nice. Yeah, mine right says now. 45, so same shit. But – on to some more football, college football, that is. Um, Notre Dame with an upset against Clemson. That was pretty sick. What a great game. Yeah. Did you watch what the game? A great game? I did. I did nice. watch the game. Nice. What I, are your thoughts really on like... them rushing the field? Uh, well, good for them because it was Clemson. But in the world we live in right now, COVID, I don't know if it was the smartest thing to rush the field. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It was interesting. On I mean, I get it, but also COVID. I mean, what what do you want to do? I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. tough situation. Anyways, so, more about football. We talked to author Jamie's. How do you say it? Ja- Jamie's one hundred one. Jamie, Jamie's one hundred one. One of one. Yep. But first, he's one of one. Oh, he's one of one. Yeah. I'm 101. You're 101. Yeah. <laughs> but but first, Thrive Fantasy. The Daily Fantasy Sports app for player pops. So have you heard about it? I have, and I have the app on my phone. Can you explain to them how you get the app? Yeah, so if you go to the Google or App Store or Play Store today, you can download it off there or go to thrivefantasy.com. Um, if you don't know where it is, 
it's a mix between fancy sports and gambling. So it's great for player props. Um, use promo code shoot your shot, sign up today, and they will match you $50, but you have to deposit at least $20 to get that $50 match. So not bad, not bad deal. Check it out. Definitely Good time. worth it. Definitely worth it. And it makes watching uh, you know, some of these games a lot more enjoyable if you if you have something riding on the game. Oh, it yeah, doesn't cost that, that much to to you know roll your money in. Yeah, so. not at all. They have like player prop lobbies and like you could do like two dollar, three dollar games. Like it's not it's nothing. So that's usually what I do. I usually yeah. do one, two, three, four. You know, I keep it really low. Yeah. I don't I don't go above five bucks a game. Yeah. Awesome. So again, that, that code is shoot your shot. Shoot your shot and thrive fantasy on the app. Cool. So let's get in this chat with Jameis One of One. And now we welcome on a very special guest, Jameis One of One, author of Jameis Winston Derangement Syndrome. How media bias causes us to overlook the start of a Hall of Famer NFL career. How's it going, man? Real good, real good. I'm happy to be here. Awesome, awesome. So um Basically, I've heard about you from, like, Barstool and, like, Big Cat and, like, this is, like, from, like, last year. But, like, I just want to get your thoughts about, like, this year. And um, I've, I've been seeing your tweets a lot. And, first of all, I want to say props on your book and stuff and get a little synopsis for our listeners real quick. Oh, sure, sure. Um, so the book's a monster. Um, hopefully people like reading. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's over 400 pages long. It's packed with almost 900 citations. Um, filled with a ton of uh, original research, era-adjusted data that you won't find elsewhere. Um, and it basically covers Jameis Winston's life, you know, from Pop Warner football all the way to the NFL, and it compares him to every Super Bowl-era Hall of Fame quarterback, both on a year-to-year basis and also on an age-related basis, uh, and, and again, uses a ton of era-adjusted data to do that. So there really isn't anybody that can you know, complain about bias, for example, um, when you use error adjusted data, it eliminates that. Um, you know, I know a lot of media sort of flipped out about the book, didn't like it, wanted to refute it, um, because I'm kind of a controversial figure and I, and I take the media to task and hold them accountable. Um, but no one has been able to refute one single page in the book and they never will be because the data is irrefutable. Um, and it's, it's a logical book. It's not an opinionated book. I'm not big on opinions. I'm big on logic and, um, you know, using irrefutable stats and, and uh, statistics to, to back up everything I say. Awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of stats in there. And I saw like, and it's not like on the back of the book and all that. And I just want to know your current take with Jameis right now, because I know he's in North, New Orleans right now. And I just want to see if anything different from last year to this year. Was it the same? Like, how do you think he's going to, his projectile, how do you think that can all work right now? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the biggest difference, obviously, <laughs> he's yeah, not playing, it's but, um, <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he, he chose uh, his long-term future over, you know, simply starting to get on a bad team. Um, Diana Rossini of ESPN, I, I was not going to say anything. I, I don't like to throw other quarterbacks under the bus. If I don't have a green light to speak on something, I generally don't, um, or actually I never do. Uh, if, if uh, you know, something's shared with me in confidence, I always keep it confident, but when she came out and reported, you know, that the Jags had reached out about Jameis and Jameis's camp just said, there isn't an amount you could pay him <laughs> that he would go there. <laughs> so, you know, Jameis, I think, you know, he, he spoke to it himself in, in multiple interviews that he looked at this at the, uh, the Saints, 
job as a you know Harvard education and quarterbacking, and that his entire focus was on his entire career, you know, the, the future, not just putting up numbers on another bad team. You know, he did that for five years, and that gets old. You know, I mean, last year he played most of the year on a torn meniscus, which the media didn't know about. Um, you know, I, I revealed that story, and, and the local media in Tampa freaked out and, you know, tried to insinuate I was lying, but they didn't really want to go there because they know everything I say is, you know, it's all the truth. So um, it, they waited, and two weeks later, you know, none of the Tampa media could, could verify my report because they'd been shut down by Jameis's reps. They were calling around trying to say, you know, hey, is one of one telling the truth? Did, did he actually get meniscus surgery? Nobody would give them any information. It took two weeks, and I think it was either Ian Rappaport or uh, Adam Schefter who, who said, you know, two weeks after I did, yes, you know, he had meniscus surgery, and then it sort of became breaking news. Um, but Jameis, you know, he, like I said, last year he played most of the year with a torn meniscus. Then towards the end of the year he played a full quarter of the season with both a torn meniscus and a broken throwing hand. You know, and he's still, you know, 5,109 yards, you know, led the league in yards, second in touchdowns, fourth highest scoring offense, even though they had no run game, et cetera. But that gets old. You know, carrying a team gets old. And there's there's a lot of players throughout the history of the NFL that have been asked to do that, um, you know, at all positions. You know, Barry Sanders was kind of, you know, put the ball in his hands and say, you know, carry the Lions. And that didn't work out well. I mean, one playoff victory his entire career. You know, Fran Tarkin, it took 13 years for him to get to the playoffs. And he was a magnificent individual talent as a quarterback. Um, so Jameis, you know, he he uh, he looked at his entire future. He he figured, you know, hey, I've got 15 more years in me, and I need to plan for the future, not just go to a Jags team and, and put up numbers again. So I love that he chose uh, the Saints. I, I spoke about that also right around two weeks before he signed there. I, I did an interview, and I sort of uh, praised the Saints and talked about how that'd be a perfect landing spot. You know. Um, I'm a, I'm a fan of Sean Payton. You know, I think he's a fantastic coach. Uh, what they've done even this year, you know, they've they've been missing a lot of their receivers. They've had a ton of injury issues. Drew Brees is an extremely limited quarterback. They're playing offense within a phone, you know, inside a phone booth, and yet they're five and two. So that speaks to Sean Payton's genius as a play caller. Um, so I'm I'm very happy Jameis is there, and I'm also very happy that you know they stuck with him and didn't trade him at the deadline. I, I was worried that the Cowboys would pry him away or, you know, I mean, that's hard yeah. to do. You're, you're in a, you're in a Super Bowl race. The saints have a lot of cap issues coming up at the end of this year. You know, it would be tempting to trade, you know? And, um, but no, I, I think that the, the whole organization recognizes that Jameis is the future. So I'm glad that he's still there and it doesn't bother me at all. You know, that he's uh, he's not playing this year. Okay, cool. Were you surprised at all when he got traded to the saints or did you like know this like beforehand? Well, well, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, two weeks before he signed yeah. there, I, I did an interview and I talked about it. Um, so I know a lot of things that that I don't say in advance sometimes and other things I do. Um, so, no, I, I wasn't surprised that he, that he signed with the Saints. Um, I was, I will say, I was surprised that um, a couple other teams didn't make a stronger run. Uh, one that I haven't talked a lot about was the 49ers. I know for a fact Kyle Shanahan loves Jameis. He, he he raves about Jameis. He knows what Jameis can do. He knows he's an elite talent. Um, and I you know I didn't really expect the Niners to make a hard push because they still had Jimmy. He was still under contract, um, and there was still a lot of money tied up in him. Now at the end of this year, I, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo will ever play again for the Niners. I, I think his he's done there. Um, and so in the off season, 
you know, if the Saints can't figure out their salary cap, if the if the cap really does drop down to the 175 million level that the NFL has talked about, that could make things interesting because I do think the 49ers would make a big play for Jameis. Definitely. So ever since Jameis left the Bucks, do you still root for the Bucks, or are you more of a just wherever Jameis goes, or are you a big Saints fan now? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a team fan. I, I really never have been. I, I was raised um, to be a Lions fan. So I learned really early on that uh, team fandom wasn't for me. You know, the Lions aren't the Lions aren't a real organization. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah, I, I've really always just sort of followed and studied players. Um, I don't own I don't own any jerseys or, or you know any team members, stuff like that. So I don't consider myself a, a fan of any team. Um, but there's still a lot of players on the Bucks that that I love, you know, and that that I think are excellent talents. Even Brady, you know, I, I've been studying and been watching him for over 20 years. I lived in Michigan when he was a Michigan Wolverine, um, so I find it funny, you know. A lot of times, Bucks fans will try to troll me or something. Well, Brady looks good, and I'm like, man, I've been following Brady since you guys were calling him a cheater, you know, way before that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't have any, um, you know, ill will towards any players, let, let alone a guy like Brady. Um, you know, I like seeing all players get paid. I hate seeing any player get injured. Uh, I'm just a fan of the game, a student of the game. And, um, yeah, this is a fun season. I mean, it's a it's a strange season. I heard that Matthew Stafford, who is another quarterback I love to study and watch, I think he's extremely underrated. I just heard he's he's going to be out the next game because of COVID. Yeah. So this is a very just... weird, weird season in NFL history. Yeah, Duffy broke today. I was like, wow, I was not expecting that. <laughs> but – yeah, I do like watching Matt Stafford. I feel like he's on a bad team. If he was on a different team, it would be so much different, honestly. So it's just very interesting. Yeah. Awesome. So I have one last question. This is sponsored by King Low Voltage, connecting the world one device at a time. Go to kinglowvoltage.com slash OTC for all your computer needs. So I want to know your current take on NFL. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl and NFL? Like, who, what are your predictions, like, for the playoffs? Sure. Um, before the season started, you know, I, I was leaning towards um, Chiefs versus Saints in the Super Bowl. Um, I don't really see any, any reason to, to change that. Um, the only thing I would say is that the Saints' pass defense looks a lot worse than what I thought it would. Um, you know, they're loaded. They have playmakers everywhere. Uh, Lattimore and, and Jack Rabbit and Malcolm Jenkins and Mark. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, they've got guys in that defensive backfield that are fantastic individual talents and names, um, but for some reason, you know, they've sort of been torched this year. Uh, I think this week against Tampa um, will prove a lot for both teams. Um, I really think that, you know, no matter how the game goes, I expect to see both the Buccaneers and the Saints in at least the second round of the playoffs. It's very possible that they end up meeting again in the conference title game. Um, I don't think that any of the teams in the NFC really have separated themselves. I think Green Bay looked like the cream of the crop for a while, and then they just got destroyed by Tampa. Um, I don't really buy into Seattle. Russell Wilson's amazing, but their defense is very problematic. So, so far this year, I think the uh, the AFC looks like the Big Brother Conference, and the NFC looks like the Little Brother Conference. Um, but it's very possible that the Saints or the Bucks could separate themselves this Sunday, you know, and then continue on. Um, but I guess, you know, I guess I'll stick with a, uh, with a chief saints, uh, Super Bowl prediction. Um, you know, just, just so I don't switch my vote. <laughs> awesome. And then your book, um, uh, James Winston, Drangement Syndrome, where can I get that? It's on Amazon, correct? 
Yeah, yeah. For the paperback, uh, again, over 400 pages, and that's uh, on Amazon. And then the ebook is basically everywhere. Um, Apple, Kobo, uh, it's also on Amazon as an ebook for, I think, Nook or something like that. Um, but the ebook's everywhere. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm going to get you get it tonight um, right after this. So it's very interesting. So I can't wait to check it out. So thanks for coming on the show. Oh, my pleasure, man. You have a great day. You too. Thank you so much. That was a great chat with Jameis101. Let's get into some segments. We'll start off with Wacky Wednesday News. You go first. All right. So I have this crazy one. So I was scrolling through, I don't know, one of my social media platforms, and this pops up. The headline, quote, unquote, unquote, says, Chicago, quotes, model, quotes, claims she was so hot that Tinder banned her. That's crazy. Tinder can ban somebody because they're too hot? That's what she claims. But after, like, you know, clicking a picture and stuff. Is she, like, ugly? Is she ugly? I mean, eh, eh. (laughs) did, did you match with her? No, I did not. Well, this was oh. back in 2016, so no, oh. I did not match her. Well, I guess yeah, she's banned, so yeah, can't get on. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I have a story for you. All right. This is a true true story. This really happened. This is my wacky Wednesday news. Awesome. So, buddy of mine has has his phone, and he's showing the boss him performing a sex act on on his phone on OnlyFans. Uh, no, it was just like a video, uh, like a short clip video of him performing a sex act on a female. And you didn't click the ding when I said OnlyFans. Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't have that up there. There we go. There we okay. go. We had to do it at least one time. All right, go ahead. So he walks away. He gets a phone call in the middle of showing the boss this because the boss is an old creepy guy and he's creepy and young. So wait, wait, wait. Walks Sorry, away. wait. One sec. He's allowed to show his boss sexual acts? Yeah, the boss is a creepy old guy. Got it. He wants to see it. He, he's like living vicariously through this 19, 20-year-old. So he gets a phone call. The 19, 20-year-old gets a phone call. The boss hits share to story on the video, shares it to his Snapchat story, and all the girls, because he's a little player player. You know, He's like 20 years old. He's a player player. And all of them sending him the middle finger, screw you, I hate you, I wish you would die, <laughs> like Damn. all of this stuff. He's like, he comes into my office, he's like, dude, I'm ruined. These girls aren't talking to me. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my Stop. God. Rule number one is if you don't want it to go in the wrong hands, just don't record it at all. Or don't show it to your fucking boss. Or don't show it to your creepy boss. Yeah. That's wild, dude. So, yeah, um, I thought that was a little wacky. Is he still uh, shunned from all his little girlies? I he had, a, he had a Snapchat with him and a pretty good-looking girl on Saturday. So, I don't think all of them have shunned him. Or maybe she didn't see it. I don't know. Because he deleted it, you know, within 10 minutes. Like it was yeah. up there for a good ten minutes, maybe. He would be actually interest. Who would be an interesting guest to have on? How to shoot your shot with? That's true. Nineteen year old. That guy. Yeah, that guy. We'll call him that guy. Yeah. 
I'm keeping I'm keeping names out of it because unless he wants his, his own his nickname, it, yeah. Like he might actually listen. So like John or Joe or that guy. Yeah, it's not Richard Jim. I can tell you that. Definitely not. Definitely not a player. So we're gonna do a new segment. So Richie. I don't know if you heard, but Alex Trebek passed away at age 80. He was battling cancer. And yes. But before we get I've... into this, we have an ad read. Okay. Shop.shootshotsports.com has a bunch of collections. Um, we have the Frustration Nation collection, and we have the Off the Cuff collection, Shoot Shot Sports collection, and the Big Dad You collection. Make sure you go check it out. We have a bunch of new merch. I just bought. A custom, well, not custom made, but I just bought a um, sweater that shoot shot sports on it. Awesome. So you guys should check it out. Shoot.shootyourshotsports.com. Do it again. Shop.shootyourshotsports.com. Awesome. Go there. Check it out. We have brand new merch coming out. Um, I did, I got one that's teased to me today by the Frustration Nation voice. I'll show it to you in a second, but. Um, let's get back into this tribute to Alex Trebek. So, Richie, I'm going to tribute. These are all bar-related questions. You have to reply to them in question form. So I'm giving you the answers, okay, just like Jeopardy. They're going to be read by Alex Trebek as well. So here's the intro that I made, the crappy editing job I did. Here are today's contestants. A urologist originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Richie Chicago. Who's one day cash winnings total $21,601. And now, here is the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. Thank you, Johnny. So, you got the rules and you know how to do this. I'm going to start easy and go harder with these questions. Yeah, Five go harder. Questions. Or do you want to start hard and go easy? I want to go harder. You want to go hard? You want to no, go no, harder? Okay. Start easy and we'll oh. go harder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here is the first question. The bar clock moves twice as fast from midnight to this two-word phrase hollered at closing time. Hmm. What is closing time? Time? Closing time is the correct answer. Or question. Yes, you're right. Question. Damn. You have the you're answer. Yeah, I have the answer. You have the okay. I have the question, yeah. All right. Number two. Whoever buys the shot gets the first chance to offer one of these. I should put the Jeopardy like doo 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 like the yeah, background know, right? music. Um, whoever buys the first shot, what did it say? Here, I'm gonna play it again. Whoever buys the shot gets the first chance to offer one of these. Oh, what is the bill? Is... Do you want the answer? Or do you want one more guess? I'll, I'll take one more guess. 
Alex. Um, let's try. What is the shot? Yeah. What is toast? Oh, toast. They get the first toast. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Question number three. If you hesitate more than three seconds after this person looks at you, you do not deserve a drink. Come on, this is an easy one. Can we play it again? If you hesitate more than three seconds after this person looks at you, you do not deserve a drink. What is a girl? What is the bartender? There you go. Well, the girl could be the bartender. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right there. You're right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to you. You get it on the second, so I'll give it to you. So here's question number four. Rule 18 is always have this in your house. Rule 19 is if you break rule 18, try pushing down with a pen. What is wedding crashers? Damn. Can you repeat it one more time? All right, this is a tricky one. I can give you one more clue if you want it. So just ask for the other clue. I'll play it again. Rule 18 is always have this in your house. Rule 19 is if you break rule 18, try pushing down with a pen. Give me a clue. Okay, on TikTok, people are using their shoe if they don't have one of these. What is a hammer? Uh, what is a can opener? Rule is always have this in Close. your house. Rule 19. I can't learn a bottle opener. If you break rule 18, try pushing down with a pen. What, what do you open? Opener? What do you open that you can also push down with a pen? Think about that. Or open it with a shoe, like on TikTok. I don't watch a lot of TikTok. Do you give up? I give up, yeah. What is corkscrew? Corkscrew. Oh, I was, I was, like in, a, I was said, in the vicinity. When you said can opener, I'm like, yeah, kind of like that. I mean, keep, keep <laughs> thinking, keep thinking. I, I was thinking like Corona, like, you know how you use a shoe to like open it or some shit, like. So yeah. how many people listening actually got that right? Because that was actually a tough one. That was. That was a this, toughie. This last fifth, fifth question is actually, I think, one of the easiest. Let's see if you can get it. Never complain about the brand or quality of this kind of drink. What is bourbon? Uh, what is whiskey? Any kind of, any kind of drink. Here. Oh, what is this complain again? about the brand or quality nope. of this kind of drink? What, what is, is beer? the best? No, what is the best tasting drink? What is Merrill Light? Uh, what is a You're thinking two like brands and types. Because it said brand, you know what I mean? It says brand in it, that's why I'm confused. Never like, complain about the brand or quality of this kind of drink. Oh, never complain about this. Okay. Um, what is a drink? What is a free drink? Free oh. drink. 
Never, never complained about a free drink. Got it. That's a good one. So that was our Jeopardy uh, show. How many of you guys got can actually guess those? Not me. There, there, there was a couple that were a little tough, and I, I chose these questions because Richie actually used to be a bartender. So I figure, you know, a couple of these he would get, and he did succeed on a few of them. So a few. How many times have you screamed the words "last call"? None. Well, actually, you were a you were a. I, I was a, a day bartender. tender. Yeah, a day tender. Because <laughs> I wanted nine to five, I also wanted bartend. Because that was like the best part. It was actually awesome because like the power and the internet would go out at my office all the time. So I would just take my laptop over to the bar, and Richie would just get me drunk while I work. I'd be like taking calls. <laughs> Those are the days. I miss that. I miss that. Same. All right. So that was a great segment um, with Alex Trebek. Not with him, but <laughs> you know what I mean. He was in spirit. Yes. Yeah. R.I.P. Alex. You'll be mixed. You'll be missed. Yeah. I don't know if you so, watched the documentary. It was actually. It was a documentary? Uh, yeah, it was a tearjerker. It actually, he produced it. Oh, yeah. I got to watch knew that. He, he knew he was dying. And at the end of it, he wrote, you know, so long, farewell, I love you guys forever, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whoa. Like from his voice and he's not here anymore. You know, it's kind of it's kind of a tearjerker. What was it on? It was on uh, Channel 7 or, you know, ABC, ABC. Uh, I don't know what, it, like, what streaming service it'll be on or whatever, but it was on ABC uh, Sunday it. night. It's just weird, too, because you know how he passed – like he knew he was gonna pass, so he did that last show. Yeah, and then he yeah. like, yeah, he like that was like it. Like, two weeks ago, I guess, is when he recorded uh, shows. So he yeah. has enough shows to get through this week, and then that's what he recorded. Yeah. So, dude, he was a smart, smart man. After that's insane. That it's like if we did this podcast, and if like one of us were to like pass, and this just one of. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's crazy to me. Like, it's mind-blowing, kind of. Yeah, exactly. So maybe we should both start doing documentaries on ourselves, you know? He was a great guy, that Jimbo <laughs> Slice. <laughs> so on, right, on let's a little up lighter, the mood a little bit. Yeah, a little final lighter thoughts. note. Lighter note. Uh, um, final thoughts. I actually read this earlier today. Wedding Crashers, they're starting to produce a new Wedding Crashers. Yeah? That's with, uh, is that with... Owen Wilson and who's the uh, Vince Vaughn, right? Vince Vaughn, dude. That's awesome. That was a, that was a good movie. I know you That's actually said movie. Wedding Crashers in our podcast earlier for the sec for the what do you call it the trivia show. Yeah, yeah. So, do you remember any of the best quotes? Uh, no, I literally I, like love it so much, dude. Like, oh my god, like uh, hit a quote at me. All right. You know how they use 10% of our brains? We use 10% of our hearts. You know that one? We talk yeah, that's, yeah, that's from this movie. That's from Wedding Crashers? Yeah, dude, there's so many good oh, ones. Okay. Like, I'm going to find you. You know that little. <laughs> like, there's so I'm going to have to rewatch. I'm going to have to rewatch Wedding Crashers. Dude, they have like been... the best one liners. Just a tip, just to see how it feels. Um, oh. Rule number five, you're an idiot. Um. Let's see. Mom, the meatloaf. Come on, dude. There's so many oh, good mom, quotes. Mom, the meatloaf. Yeah, yeah okay. Just living the I'm dream. I'm going to have to rewatch it. I'm going to rewatch it. Just living the dream. Dude, they have like, 
it's like up there with Anchorman with like quotes. Like I, there's so many good quotes. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna rewatch. Baba Ganoush, you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. You know, like there's so many of them, dude. Lock you're it up. Like no, so you lock excited. it up. You're like, yeah. you're like so excited. There's a new Wedding Crashers movie am, coming. <laughs> I can't wait for like this to go off like on tangents with like Wedding Crasher quotes with like people like, you know how people used to do like, before memes. That was the thing to do. Just yeah, call, like, yeah. quotes with you know, people. You know what's actually kind of funny is like that's all my friend group does. They all just quote movies, and a yeah. lot of them go over my head. So you gotta be watch them. Like Old School has some good ones. Yeah, Wedding Crashers one of my all time favorite movies. Like, if I would if we do a power rankings of like best movies, that'd be like my number three. But yeah, only um, number three. It's not number one. <laughs> You're like blushing right now though. So I why? don't know. You're like so excited that the Wedding Crashers movie is coming out. No, I mean, it's a good movie. Like, I mean, the first one, but I just, I'm afraid I'll be disappointed because usually sequels aren't that great, but. Can we do a uh, movie night with that night, with that movie? Yeah. Oh, is that, is that on movie there? Nights, we should do movie night soon. So on Twitch.tv slash Shooty Shot Sports, um, if you guys have Amazon Prime, we have a movie you can watch. So here's how it works. Um. I guess, well, not Mondays, because Mondays is football. Um, we'll find a day with no sports on, preferably Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, maybe Friday. We'll see. Um, there's, like, college football Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. But we'll see. We'll yeah. see. But um, we want to play a movie with you, and we're, we, we will react to it. So um, you must have Prime, and then you just watch with us. We'll, we'll react to the movie. Like, Borat. It'll be fun. And we got, you know, comment section. We all can comment and drink and have fun. And yeah. We, I think you can even, like, pause the movie and, like, yeah, pause. put oh, us back fun. on the screen, take some shots, replay it. You know what I mean? Like an intermission. We can make it a drinking game. You know, it'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. You, like, watch. You start the movie sober. You end the movie, like, completely hammered. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. And speaking of brand new, we have a brand new show alert. We have two brand new show alerts. So. That nice. deserves two of them. It deserves two. So tonight. Well. Um, it's sad but good news. Dad Bod Central is no longer. But we have a brand new show. It's called the Shoot Your Shot Scorecast. It's the Shoot Your Shot Sports Pick'em Show. With Richie Chicago. Myself. Perius George. And the Man in Michigan Hat. Starts at 9 p.m. Central on Sportscaster, a brand new platform we're on with a big sports community, Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube. And for their first show, we have a live special guest, Sir Yacht from Big Play Network. So check that out tonight, 9 p.m. Central. Um, also, another brand new show alert we have. Shoot Your Shot Sports presents Jamming with Jimbo Slice That's every Monday me. exclusively on Spotify. So want to tell everyone what your little awesome podcast is about? You just jamming so with I Jimbo just, Slice? I actually just got done doing the first episode, and I've, I'm working on the second episode now. Actually, as soon as we're done with uh, this podcast, I'm going to work on it. But every Monday for Spotify Prime members, what I'm doing is deep diving into some of the music archives and 
finding little factoids on music and I plan on doing, you know, a bunch of bits, a bunch of funny stuff. Uh, maybe, you know, it's kind of like an open format right now. And I have, I have a, a request phone number. You can, you can call or email. And I mean, you can, you can also call uh, 312-841-7404, our podcast number that goes to both of us too. But basically what it is, is like kind of like a radio show podcast with music. So kind of get get in my brain get in my brain of the music i pick it'll be fun awesome and this past episode you talked about um the 50s 60s it was 50s and 60s and then the for the first episode the second episode is going to be 70s and then 80s and then 90s i'm gonna go gonna do decades first and then i'm gonna kind of change it up a little bit after i get to like today's hits kind of thing I was gonna say after today's hits, what's next? Tomorrow, Genres? tomorrow's hits, tomorrow's hits, tomorrow's hits the future's hits. <laughs> awesome! And just in, just in case you guys, if you guys didn't watch, but the fancy football last line show was yesterday, and we did a deep dive because playoff season is coming soon in your fantasy football league. So we go through some strategies, some waiver wire pickups, some buyer sells some injury talk. It was a nice deep dive. So make sure you check it out because it's going to help you suck less. Um, Want to tell them about our socials? You guys can find us real easily at Shoot Your Shot Sports. That's on Facebook and Instagram. And also Facebook and Instagram, Off the Cuff the Pod. Off the Cuff the Pod is for this show. And Twitter, we are Shoot Your Shot SP. And we also have our Twitch at Shoot Your Shot Sports and 312-841-7404 is our phone number. You can leave us a voicemail. Anything else that I forget? Yes. So next week, we'll do a teaser real quick. But um, I don't know how I want to tease this right away, but speaking of OnlyFans, we have something special for everyone. So stay tuned. You'll see a preview coming out later this week. I think you will all be surprised. I do the preview on the weekend. Yeah, weekend, yeah. Maybe. That sounds good, about right. Um, and then anything else? Well, before we go, I just let you know tomorrow I'm going to, or well, today. Today's Wednesday, so I will be going to donate blood, uh, local uh, town I live in is having a so blood drive. So you have drive. done it already for time traveling. So you've done yeah, it already. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this, well, if it's before 11 a.m., then maybe we didn't time tra- <laughs> We might be in the time warp <laughs> at that point. But I, I am going to donate blood You're tomorrow, currently doing is, it right now. Yeah, I'm currently donating blood right now. And they are testing for antibodies and all that good stuff. Plus... You know, they need blood. So if there is any donation centers or uh, pop-up blood drives in your area, like this one is sponsored by the uh, village that I live in, and I'm just going to the local mall, and they're going to stick a needle in me and take some blood out. So I I recommend it. It'll save a life or two. Awesome. Um, I can't think of anything other, any other news that we missed, but I think that's it. Yeah, awesome. So see you guys next week. Um, we have a fun, fun show next week. So, fuck your seatbelts because 
it's gonna be a strap on. I mean, we're gonna. Oh. Wait, what is it? <laughs> it's it's gonna be we're a strap, strap on. on your seatbelts. We're going strap to... on your seatbelts. Yeah, there that's you what go. Love you guys. This is Off the Cuff, presented by Shoot Your Shot Sports.